You're listening to Talk Jive Radio. I'm Kelly. And I'm Thomas the Third. We're them damn Indians. It's 2 20 2020. 2 20 2020. I can't wait till 4 20 2020. Yeah. That should be, a, that should be, be a fun day. Pretty interesting. Lord knows where we'll be that day, but we're going to be around. We're going to be around. So. Oh, yeah. Let we'll us, be somewhere. Let us, know, let us know where y'all are at. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> y'all want the damn minutes to show up? Yeah, we might just show up and just bring the whole, the. we'll just bring the party, the speaker and everything. We'll All of it. Out. Yeah. So let Get us it. know. Which y'all? Which y'all? Mm hmm. We'll, oh. we'll do that. We'll do that. Yeah. But yeah, like palindrome dates, all the all the numerologists always make huge, huge deals about, you know, well, it was a, dates it cause... was a bigger deal before these asshole numerologists tell you about it every three months. <laughs> show you a different date that's like Yeah, like I said, I'm just I'm just happy that, you know, four twenty is all month long this year. So we have a lot That's going on here too. We have a, I mean, not just not just four twenty all month, but uh, <laughs> but you know we have the Indigenous and Independent Artist Showcase coming up. We need to keep talking about that mm-hmm. because we are looking for acts, people. We want to see what artists yes. of all sorts. Yes, uh, I want to see comedians. Yes, basically uh, performing arts is what we're looking for. So you know you're gonna get about. What what do we say? Three or four minutes. It's going like to be a four minute max. Four so minute anything max. you got to do has to be under four minutes. Yep. Do not All send us need... anything over four minutes. Yes. All we need is a video or a you know a recording. Um, MP3 format, please. Something that has your uh, performance on it. Yep. Because we're going to have to screen it. We're going to have to make sure that um, there's no hate speech. That there's no nudity. That um, you know there's. Um, any manner of other things that we can't be putting on stage. Yes, because please no understand. Glitter. Yeah, no glitter. There are venue requirements, and we absolutely do not condone hate speech. So um, just make sure that uh, you can email info at talkjive.org um, and uh, just send us that. It's a $20 entry fee, but you know what? We're going to do a 50-50 split with whoever is the best act of the night with that entry fee money. So the entry fee, money, whatever we get, split in half. The half goes to the best act of the night. Getting it. I'm excited. I'm really excited. That's going to be at the Main Street Event Center on May 30th, and that's in Norman, Oklahoma. That's going to be a lot of fun. We got that going on, and then we um, are going to get out there and start registering people to vote, get you natives, get you end-ins out and registered dance. to vote and um, working with some of the tribes and their transportation departments to try to do some uh, rides to the polls. And uh, we're organizing some stuff with that. And we're also organizing some things with Oklahoma Indian Legal Services um, to go do some live Ask a Lawyer events. We did our first live event at the Kiowa AOA the other day, and that went off like gangbusters. That episode is going to be this weekend on our ask a lawyer show so it's we it went off i mean it was a lot of fun oh yeah it's always fun going out to the different aoas and going out to different tribes and talking to different elders and all that kind of stuff man there's a there's a lot um a lot of stuff a lot of knowledge to be to be gained to be soaked up i mean just everyday knowledge to old stories to uh, knowledge about your family to knowledge about the tribe or um, just historic 
I mean, there's there's so much that we still just we're scratching the surface of. Oh, yeah. And we've had some uh, we had one of our Kiowa historians sit down with us the other day. And that's a crazy that's a crazy story, isn't it? I mean, I just I only got to hear part of it. And it was the part that I got to hear of it was I was like, you need to tell Thomas this because and and two, traditionally, there's there are traditional norms where men are going to speak more freely to men and women are going to speak more freely to women. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm sure that you got quite a bit more of the story than I would. And, and I'm not mad at that. That's just the way it is. That's just that's just how our culture is. So, yeah, I'm, it was, I'm not it mad was at that. very, very interesting. That's yeah, sure. it, it, it really was. It's like I said, just the part that I got to hear of it. And I can't wait for our storytellers to debut. Our Indian Girls is going to debut here soon. And um, we, we've trying just to, trying to hit y'all with some some new content, some fresh content. You know, it's um um this transition period that we're in you know it's it's been um kind of quiet but we're about to about to hit you with some stuff oh yeah it's but it's been really great to be out in the in the communities tomorrow we get to go to the sovereign school i, I am so excited to get to go to the sovereign community school i'm ever since i heard about it I wanted to go there and they invited us. And so we are going to do a segment with their students and it's going to be a whole lot of fun. I can't wait. I'm so, so, so thankful that we're, we're starting to get invited to these, these places and to contribute to our native community. So I'm, I'm very thrilled with that. Um, but yeah, so, and it, we were talking about this earlier. It's like, you know, we, we're on time. We're not we're not those Indians. We're not those Indians, the ones that are late to every you know, <laughs> we we are on time, you know, where we go. Barring I mean, you never know. There's there's some stuff that happens, but we try to be there extra early usually. We'll show up, you know. But y'all are the first ones here. <laughs> look around and try to find where we're gonna be at and get familiar with it and that kind of stuff. You know? It has its advantages too. Oh, yeah. I mean, we usually get a pretty good boost base. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. When it's first come, first serve, then you know, you're like, hey. You're the first one there, you get the best boost space. <laughs> uh, I don't want to sit too close to the O but not too far away, you know, that kind of thing. But but right, but kinda close you don't to the be, concession. You don't want to be in smelling range, but you wanna be in decent walking range you know <laughs> but also kind of close to, situ- situated to the concessions yeah you got to be able to make it to the concession stand easily yes but you want to make sure that you're far enough away from the front door that people aren't going to be running over your booth but close enough to an exit door to where if a fire breaks out you can be one of the first yeah, people out fire exits <laughs> fire exits are key Yes, you must keep know your, this. Keep your dolly there, you know, that kind of stuff. Safety-minded. Keep all your uh-huh. crap together, and that way you can just throw it all out the door. That's what it used to be when we was firefighting. Like, you always had to have your stuff packed just in case. Your go bag. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Shoot. Yes, indeed. And you know, if you've if you've never um, done anything with emergency management or or things like that, I mean, you really can. As a citizen, you can go online. And you can take these classes with FEMA. 
Um, their ICS classes, their National Incident Management Systems classes, that's something all uh, emergency responders, first responders, emergency managers, you have to take that curriculum. And you can go online and um, you can build community emergency response teams um, just with the people in your neighborhood. So those are really important things, especially when we see things like floods, fires here in southwest Oklahoma. Um, where's Chapel? actually has a um, has a community emergency response team. Mm-hmm. They've actually been a staging area out there at the camp uh, for firefighters. They've had helicopters uh, out land out there because they have the space. So um, well you need I mean you need spaces like that because there's so many places that um, I mean there's there's so much rural area. That is hard to get to. It's hard for for emergency people to get to. It's hard for just your general, just people that live there to get to. You know, it's it's just it's tough. So let alone if there's a natural disaster like a fire or a flood that's preventing you from going there. But there's yet another way that the tribes and Indians contribute to our non-tribal communities is the uh, United Methodist Church, the Indian churches uh, within that group are very, very active all throughout Indian country. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, they are always doing things. The Indian church community is is a lot more of what churches are supposed to be. For the I most mean, part, yeah. I you know, the, the mega church idea of, you know... We're here for to make the most amount of money and all this kind of. That's not how the Indian churches operate. It really is, you know. Um, most of the people there are are actually there for the right reasons. Now you have people in there that sneak in and you know steal money and um, do all that kind of stuff. But um, you're always gonna have that. Anytime there's money involved, there's gonna be people with their hand in the pot. You know and the you give people the opportunity. It, it just people people show them true selves given opportunity. That is true. That is very true, sir. And you know the the United Methodist Church's uh, coalition here in Southwest Oklahoma, they work a lot with the tribes. They work a lot with just their community. Just like I said, where's Chapel? Um, they they the first responders in Caddo County know that they can call Reverend Dusty. Oh yeah. And they know that they can, you know, that he will he will rally his troops and have have people there and, you know, they they they've done it enough to where they know. They've got that, you know. Yeah. They they know how to respond. Know and, the drill. Yes, indeed. So, um but yeah, if you're interested in getting involved in any kind of community emergency response teams, um you can call your local emergency manager or your sheriff's department and they will let you know how you can get involved and, you know, because when when you're in a situation like that, you need all the help you can get. And yeah. so it's um, it's just a great thing just just to know even so if you're oh yeah you're wanting to learn something and it's really it's to well, me it's fascinating if, especially if you're in rural areas where it's gonna take a while you know it's it's good to know things like CPR it's good to know what route how to get how to get your family safely away or you know what's the safest place because like you know we had a problem. Not too long ago in Oklahoma, where there was a, a tornadoes that hit, but it had caused flooding, um, 
and there were there were people who actually ended up drowning because they were in the cellar and ended up flooding the cellar ended up flooding and so you know those kind of situations that are probably pretty unique to Oklahoma but things that you still need to be prepared for you know um have a safety plan mm-hmm. you always got to have a safety plan for your for your family or your home or your pets or or whoever because that's it's it's just good it's just good practice oh yeah you know, and and a lot, and there are some tribes that have really serious emergency management programs too. Um, serious, really serious firefighter programs, and so again, yet another way the tribes contribute to their communities. There was a really interesting article in the New York Times um, about that, and uh, Kenneth Corn, the Anadarko City Manager, is actually quoting is quoted in it and talking about uh, t- taking sides, how these these communities like Anadarko are having to take sides in the gaming compact against the governor. And he summed it up pretty well. He said, we can't, without the tribes, we, we don't exist. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Kenneth Korn. Well, I mean, that's that's what's going to happen. Just, I mean, if, if you want to... Take gaming away from the tribes or, I mean, I guess give gaming to everybody else. Um, Then the tribes don't have to pay you anything anymore. And the tribes are just going to keep all that money. And then, and then what, you're going to live off of what Remington Park pays you? And what, um, what other, what other casinos? I mean, I'm sure there's going to be a big Harris or something in Oklahoma City or, you know what I mean? Like. Some, you know, some grand or uh, hard rock. Or, well, I guess the hard rock's old hard rock, Seminoles, Seminoles anyway. So come on, hard rock, come yeah. on with it. Yeah, come on with it, Oklahoma City. Um, but yeah, that's. I mean, I guess that would open the the tribes up to be able to open casinos anywhere too. So well, and not only that though. Regardless of that, the tribes are still going to contribute to to their kids' education in oh, their yeah. communities. I mean, just because just because the state's well, not disseminating are, that money, it doesn't do. mean the tribes aren't gonna yeah. are gonna stop supporting their schools or supporting the teams or supporting their organizations or whatever because they're gonna continue to do it like well, they always have. What it will do is the tribes will then allocate money based on how many tribal students they have at each school, and then how are they gonna like that in the you know Oklahoma City Public School District or you know Edmond or. You know, here's your three thousand. Here's your three thousand dollars for your four students. Mm -hmm. You know, and 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 here, here you go. And rest is up to the state. How are they going to function? You know, oh well, it's all the rich people. Tax them more, I guess. You know, that's where all the rich people live at. Ain't got no Indians. Tax them more. They can pay for their own schools, or they can do their own charter schools, I guess, or whatever. I don't know. Go to Epic. Probably. <laughs> Be a phantom student at Epic. Yeah. There you go. Thanks so much for Maybe tuning in. Maybe you can get a scholarship at USC for rowing. Or, or Trump school. University. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning in. We're indigenous or independent. We're them damn Indians. Attack Jive Radio. Goodbye.